You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, literally wherever you get your podcasts from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, here with you all on this Wednesday, a little bit to talk about. Those things still move forward, and we are still Monday through oh, Friday, but Monday, Wednesday, Friday for you all here on Locked On Pelicans. I missed a date in team history that's actually pretty important that I want to look at from May 3rd, talking about Pete Maravich, the day the New Orleans Jazz traded for him. Talk about a dude that would have thrived in today's NBA. I also want to take a look at another date that doesn't really tie to team history, but it's kind of fun to look at. Uh, yesterday was Cinco de Mayo, so who are the top five Pelicans players to wear number five in team history. And then the NBA is partnering with the Mayo Clinic on an initiative that's pretty cool. So we'll cover all of that in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. Today's show brought to you by Built Bar. Use promo code Locked On over at BuiltBar.com and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that's promo code Locked On for $10 off at BuiltBar.com. So May 3rd is a pretty interesting day in New Orleans basketball history. It's not technically the same franchise as the Pelicans, but the original New Orleans Jazz, which then moved to Utah, traded for Pete Maravich. This was significant because it was the first season in franchise history and they wanted to add an established guy and a guy with strong roots to the state and to the region after Maravich starring at LSU under his dad uh, and was like an absolute stud. I, you know, this is before my time. His first year here in New Orleans was 74, 75, so 10 plus years before I was born. But... This was a big deal because Maravich, again, very famous, very well known, and a loved guy here in the state of Louisiana and adds some credibility to this franchise, which, you know, when you're starting out, that's never a bad thing. And talk about a guy who was probably ahead of his time. If you look at his career in the, he's known as a shooter, and you look at his career, the number of three-pointers he made in the entirety of his career, the number of three-pointers that he took total, was just 15. He made 10 of them, by the way. That is 67% and an absurd. But the three-point line only existed in his final year in the league. And when you go back to his time at LSU, Pete Maravich still to this day holds the all-time scoring average in points per game, over 44 points per game in college without a three-point line. And I've watched a lot of the footage that you can get of him back in LSU. And if there was a three-point line, the dude would have averaged above 50, maybe above 60 points because he was taking shots from far away and they were only counting for two instead of three. And it's wild to think about how this guy would have thrived if you put him into the NBA today. He would be on the level of Steph Curry. It's without a doubt he was that good. And when you watch him play, you can really, really see it. He shot career um, from the free throw line 82% 
as well. And again, he shot 67% from three on 15 total attempts. Give him all of those extra attempts, and yeah, he was going to be a very, very good and very, very special player. Also averaged 5.3 assists and 4.1 rebounds. He was a very, very good player and would have been very awesome to see. Guy who was kind of ahead of his time, but gave the then, you know, New Orleans Jazz some much needed credibility during this. So the team traded for him on May 3rd. And let me see if I can find the... They traded... Uh, he was traded from the Atlanta Hawks to the New Orleans Jazz for Bob Kaufman, Dean Meminger, a 74 first-round pick, which became Mike Sojourner, and a 75 first-round pick, David Thompson, 75 second-round pick, uh, Bill Willoughby, and a 76 second-round pick, who became Alex English, who's a very good player, too. So that, I think, is probably the... Um, star piece of that trade, but no one was expecting that. And then a 1983rd round pick, um, which was then Jonathan Moore. So didn't end up really giving up much for him. He is in the Hall of Fame. He is a phenomenal player, uh, and it's very cool to see. His average was 44.2 points per game at LSU before a three-point line was introduced. I've heard the story that, you know, at the time at LSU, he you had a freshman team and a varsity team, and he was not on the and I think freshmen couldn't play at the varsity team, and the freshman team played before the varsity team played. And more people would show up to watch the freshman team play than the varsity team play because they wanted to watch Pete Maravich. When you have that kind of pull, that kind of draw, that definitely tells you something. Also helps maybe when your dad is a head coach of the team as well. Um, but this was very, very cool. This is kind of one of those really historic players that maybe doesn't get talked about enough anymore. And if you get a chance to watch some of the old footage of him, dude was impressive. There's just no denying that. And he was very good, would have done exceptionally well here in the current modern NBA, his jersey number is retired here, which is also very cool to see as well. Right now, the only retired number for this franchise. So um, it's cool, and it's for his um, contributions to the uh, basketball in the state of Louisiana. So Pete Maravich traded to the New Orleans Jazz um, back on May 3rd. So we'll talk about the Mayo Clinic and some Pelicans number fives in just a moment. Before I do that, though, today's show brought to you by Built Bar. These things are basically the best tasting protein bar ever. I don't need to read anymore. You should take it off that alone. They are that good. I've been using these for breakfast, for lunch, um, whenever I need a meal replacement or, you know, working out and just need kind of a boost of everything because they taste straight up like a candy bar. They are covered in real 100% chocolate. They are not chalky. They are not grainy. You don't need a bottle of water to wash them down. They are that good. My girlfriend came over, saw I was eating this, took a bite, thought it was a candy bar um, and wonder, was wondering, one, where the hell I got that and two, why I was eating that for lunch. These things are great for health conscious uh, people looking to lose or maintain weight while also indulging a little bit. They've got 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Basically, then the other leading bar, they are seven times healthier for you. Seven times fewer sugar, all of that, uh, and they just taste really, really good. I had the raspberry chocolate cream one the other day, and it was phenomenal. I'm highlighting on having the chocolate coconut one today for lunch. So if you go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON, you're going to get $10 off your first order. 
That's promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com. You can create your own um, uh, package of bars to mix and match the flavors you want or get a pre-selected one. They all taste amazing. So go over and give it a try over at builtbar.com and use promo code locked on. So the other day it was reported by Shams of The Athletic that the NBA is partnering with the Mayo Clinic to send in basically blood samples to help test for antibodies for COVID-19. And I love this. This is what the NBA should be doing. Adam Silver said he wants the league to be at the forefront of everything regarding this. And the league has been at the forefront with people taking the whole COVID-19 situation much more seriously once the NBA suspended its regular season. And this kind of really put this at the forefront of people's minds. And he said he'd like the NBA to be at the forefront and sports leagues in general to be at the forefront of reopening the country and the economy whenever that might be. So the NBA wants to kind of be at the forefront of all of this and partnering with the Mayo Clinic to send blood samples from their NBA players to test for antibodies and get a larger sample size. And the MLB has done something similar to this as well. Makes a lot of sense. These guys are at risk for this out, you know, around people, maybe more often than others. And especially once they get back on the court, you know, especially when this was all starting, they were around a whole lot of people. So it's very cool to see that the league is partnering with this to try and help find a solution. It's also self-serving in their best interest. The quicker there's a vaccine or something like that, well, then the quicker we get basketball back and can focus on all of that stuff and getting back to games and being in arenas. So this is a very good thing. And it's also very good PR for the league, especially after the Lakers dented that a little bit by taking out that small business loan um, that's you know supposed to go to struggling small businesses, not the freaking Los Angeles Lakers. So it's a good PR move for the league too and keeps, you know, keeps Keeps you top of mind while doing really good things and is likely going to get people to support you maybe just a little bit more once things kind of return to normal. So good to see the NBA doing this. This is what they should be doing. Good PR move. Good to help kind of come up with a cure and get us all back to normal sooner rather than later. So number fives in Pelicans history in honor of yesterday, Cinco de Mayo. We'll talk about that coming up here. But don't forget, subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. Here, Monday, Wednesday, Friday for you all. Still talking about all the things you want to know, giving you updates around the league, having a little bit of fun, looking back at great players like Pete Maravich and... I don't know, maybe some of the number fives we're about to talk about. Maybe, but that's probably pushing it. Uh, we've also had some great interviews uh, recently with people from the Pelicans. We've had Andrew Lopez of ESPN, Will Guillory of The Athletic, Jason Smith talking to you about the time he hip-checked Blake Griffin in a game and giving you the inside story on that, which you can't get anywhere else. So make sure you subscribe to Locked On Pelicans wherever you get your podcast from. So number fives in Pelicans history, we could do a top five number fives, people who wore the number five, not um, centers in team history. And if you look at the history of the team, and I'm looking at it now, I think more players have won, worn the number five than any other number in team history, actually, which is kind of wild to see 14 players have worn number five the next closest is number four with 12 guys who have won it also number two has had 11 players and it's really it again the team history isn't the longest thing here either so that's also adding to it but 14 guys have won worn number five 
for New Orleans. Currently, Josh Gray, who's on a two-way contract out of LSU, wears it. Before him, it was Josh Smith. Remember when he was on the team for a couple of games? Mike James wear it in 2018. Reggie Williams in 2017. Lance Stevenson did wear it in 2017. And then Kendrick Perkins wore it in 2016 before him. You got to go back a little bit further for someone who wore it more than one year was Jeff Withy, who wore it from 14 to 15. Um, Dominic McGuire wore it. Cardell Johnson, squeaky Johnson right there, wore it in 2012. And Marcus Thornton wore it before him. Um, so you've got some Louisiana guys who I guess uh, like to wear this. Mike James, Speed Claxton, Maurice Carter, and Eldon Campbell wore it as well. Not the best number here in terms of New Orleans, and I think no one would put Kendrick Perkins on any sort of list of best ever in New Orleans Pelicans history or uh, Hornets history to wear the number five since he's kind of universally hated. Marcus Thornton's probably maybe the best guy who ever wore it, I think. Um, if you really want to kind of look at the seasons that he had, um, even then he wasn't that good, but he did average 14.5 points per game as a rookie, though undersized and a bit of an okay three-point shooter. Um, and he's probably up there. I think the, probably the most beloved guy was Squeaky Johnson. Everyone wanted that dude to succeed, though he really didn't have much of a chance of staying on the roster throughout the entirety of the regular season. So it was, um, you know, unfortunate, but kind of cool that he was here for a little bit of time, I guess. Uh, but number five, and if you look at it in terms of NBA history, it's not particularly great either. It is very top-heavy. You have Jason Kidd and Kevin Garnett who wore it. Kidd during his prime with the New Jersey Nets. And after that, it's just kind of like dudes. Just kind of similar here in New Orleans. It's just like a dude's number. A guy who just wears it because you need to give him a number and it's not too high and probably at least looks good on a jersey. So not the most illustrious number, number in NBA history or even in team history. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget, go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDONNBA for $10 off your first order. I mean it. These things are great. I'm going to be eating one today. And then also go check out Rejecting the Screen. If you like that interview with Jason Smith, they basically do that all the time over at Rejecting the Screen, so you can subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Thank you all for listening. I'll be back with you all on Friday.